Hilchas Deyes Perik Sheni Alacha Aleph. Chaliaguf and physiological illnesses. Time Hamar Masik. People taste that which is bitter to be sweet. Or Masik Mar that which is sweet to be bitter. There are some illnesses. People desire to eat things that are not fit for eat for consumption. Like dirt or charcoal. They hate healthy foods like bread and meat. Dependent on the seriousness of the illness. So too metaphorically speaking. People who are uh, Ill, Ill of the spirit of the mind they desire bad traits and they don't like good traits and they are lazy to go in the proper path and they are find them very burdensome dependent on the seriousness of the illness so to Yeshaya says regarding these people Woe to those who say that the good is bad that the bad is good they make Darkness light, they make light darkness. They make the bitter sweet. They make the sweet bitter. Regarding them, it says, Those who forsake the upright path to walk in the ways of darkness. So, what is the remedy for those who are ill in the spirit, emotionally, mentally? And they should go to the wise people who are healers of the spirit. And they'll heal their illnesses. By teaching them the the uh, traits they will they will teach them, the perspectives they will teach them. So a person should not rely on his own ability to be healed based on his own understandings or own research. He should always have a mentor. Until he's returned to the proper path. Someone who's aware of his negative traits. Does not go to a wise person to heal them. Regarding them, Solomon says... Fools scorned wisdom and correction. Halacha base. The ketani for How is their healing? What should the wise person do for them? Mishu balchem. If a person is very angry, we tell him to conduct himself. If he's mistreated and hit, he should not respond in any way whatsoever. But conduct himself in this manner for a long time. Till he behaviorally uproots the tra- the, nat- the trait of anger from his heart. So the principle over here is, is that as you can behave a certain way, your emotions will follow. If he's very haughty, he should conduct himself in a tremendous amount, a tremendous, tremendous sense of of, uh, of disgrace, so to speak. He should, he should uh, place himself uh, at least significant among other people he should dress himself in tattered shmatas uh, uh, that shame the person who wears them and this and other types of behaviors till the, this is again a temporary measure extreme measure to uproot the opposite extreme of haughtiness from him then he'll be able to return himself to the middle path which is the proper way in other words if a person is exceedingly angry or exceedingly haughty then the previous paragraph we said a person should move himself to the middle ground 
However, what if a person finds that to be something which is, which is difficult? In other words, if he's a level of, on a scale of 0 to 100, he's a level close to 100 in terms of his gaiva or in terms of his anger. He tries to put himself in the place of 50, so instead of being 100, maybe he'll be 90 because he's only aiming, aiming for 50. So he has to aim himself for 0, be very diligent in putting himself in the opposite extreme, and then he'll be able to more easily maintain the middle ground. When he, when he, once he returns to the middle ground, he should maintain that his whole, all his days. And the similar, similar approach should be regarding all other traits. If he uh, finds himself naturally veering to one extreme, he should veer himself to the opposite extreme and conduct himself in that way many, uh, for a long time until he returns to the proper path. That is the middle ground between the extremes of the, of the two. So the previous pair we spoke about that people who are naturally one extreme of the other, if you're naturally very angry or naturally extremely complacent and don't get upset about anything, even when a person does something very much wrong to you, those are both not correct. The middle path is the correct path. So if a person finds himself to be one extreme, so he should go to the other extreme temporarily to uproot his natural trait of the opposite extreme and then he'll be able to choose to go on the middle path without feel, without being directed back to his old trait of extremism to either side. Halacha Gimel is going to raise some obvious questions which we will try to address. If Yeish days, there are certain perspectives and traits that a person is forbidden to conduct himself in the middle path. He should, he should uh, uh, be, uh, distance himself to the extreme from one uh, from one extreme to the opposite extreme the ideal extreme that's for example the idea of haughtiness gaiva it's not the proper path a person merely be humble he should be of low spirit he should be a very low a low uh, a very low and unassuming therefore it says very humble doesn't say humble it says very humble if anybody makes his heart haughty, he is, so to speak, denying the principles of the Torah. It says, your heart will... Uh, 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 your heart will rise, you'll become haughty. You'll forget Hashem. It says, let he who has gaiva, haughtiness, be in cherem. Excommunicated, but even a even a part of it. anger is a similar trait. it's extremely bad. It's appropriate a person distance himself from it to the extreme. He should train himself not to get angry. even for something which is appropriate to become angry about. If he wants to uh, give a sense of. Uh, discretion to his family or for the community if he is a community leader he wants to get angry on them but simply because he's not in his own inside feeling angry he wants to behave angry in order to make sure that they do the right thing he should demonstrate that he's angry to them daily ask him in order to chastise them to direct them in the right way but internally he should be complacent like a person who is demonstrating anger but he's actually not angry he should behave angry behaviorally in his speech and mannerism 
but not feel angry emotionally. said, whoever gets angry, as if he served the idols. If he's a wise person, his wisdom departs from him. If he's a prophet, then his, his anger departs from him. People who are easily angered all the time, their life is not a real life. We were commanded to distance ourselves from anger to the extreme. The point that a person conducts himself in a way that he does not react or feel, I feel even things which are appropriate to elicit anger. That's the proper path. Their way of tzaddikim, in this context, meaning the people who do the who do the just thing, the basic requirements. They can be shamed, but do not shame others in turn. Shame They hear their they hear their uh, uh, being belittled or they're being cursed. They don't respond in kind. They serve Hashem out of love. And they do this out of love. For Hashem, that they conduct themselves in this manner, and they are joyous in their suffering. Regarding them, the Pasuk says, Those who love Hashem are like the sun when it comes out in its strength. So, uh, the obvious question over here is that the whole time we're being told not to be in extremes. extremes. So, one simple answer offered by the Mepharshim is that ideally a person should be in the midpoint between uh, extreme gaiva and extreme lowliness. However, people are prone to error, and we're more likely to allow ourselves to be closer to gaiva than to lowliness. So if we aim for the middle, we're not going to be, and same thing applies to anger, if we, if we aim for the middle, we're not going to be able to keep in the middle, we're going to be moving to the unideal extreme of getting angry more than we should, or being more haughty than we should. So if we aim for being extremely lowly, extremely humble, so to speak, and extremely you know, uh, uh, nonchalant and not getting angry, then we'll be more likely to be in the correct path, and that's less risky than being in the uh, path of, 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 of aiming for the middle. Another possibility I want to suggest, I'm not sure if it's correct though, is that it's not just a, 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 a quantitative scale of zero to hundred, for example, zero being extremely humble, a hundred being extremely, haught, extremely haughty, and 50 being the middle point, but, and therefore one if thinks that way he would ask the question the previous pair were told to aim for 50 here we're told we're told to aim for zero so it's a contradiction another possible answer is that it's a qualitative middle ground in other words the extreme unhealthy place is to be extremely arrogant extreme unhealthy place the opposite extreme is to be very lowly to, to, to belittle oneself to feel worthless not to feel a person matters but the healthy middle ground which is anova even extreme anova as an example brought by Meshach Rabbeinu, is when a person feels very uh, secure in his sense of well-being and value, and yet not feeling a sense of haughtiness over other people. So one can be in the middle ground that he does not belittle himself and think of himself as worthless. He has tremendous sense of confidence in his value, and yet no sense of, of, of dominance over other, other people. Like Meir Shabin, who was the most humble person, and yet had tremendous confidence in his abilities and knew that he was the, the uh, intermediary, intermediary between Hashem and the Jewish people, and he himself wrote that he's the greatest Nav who ever lived in the Torah. That's my suggestion. Take it for what it's worth. Halacha Dalit. A person should always be excessively silent. He should only speak words of wisdom when he does speak. Or things that a person needs to live. Things that are necessary for life. Relevant talk. It said about Rav, the Amira, 
Talmud Rabbeinu Akadosh, who was a student of Rabbi Yudan Nasi, who wrote the Mishnah. If he never spoke idle talk, idle talk is what most people usually talk about. Even necessary talk for life. Don't be excessive about it. Just say what's necessary. Regarding this, Chum said, "If a person talks excessively about even his basic necessities, he often moves over to sinful talk." Remember, they said, "Nothing is better for the person, for the body, except for silence." Even regarding words of Torah, words of wisdom, the person's words should be minimal, but the content should be rich. So. Um, Obviously, a person must, must speak words of wisdom and teda, but the but the the more con- concise it is, the 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 better. Who is shetiva chamer ba'amu? That's what chams commanded us. A person should teach in a short form, rather than than uh, than uh, in the longest possible uh, uh, way. If a person's words were excessive. But the content was minimal, just kind of uh, babbling about the same thing, like a darshaner. That is silly. Regarding this, it says, The dream comes with a multitude of subjects, and the voice of the fool with a multitude of words. A safeguard for wisdom, shtika is being silent, which means, Push should not answer quickly, so he contemplates what he's going to say, and therefore he'll say something wise. He shouldn't talk, talk excessively, because again, excessive talk uh, can sometimes be lacking content. Teaches students in a calm and tranquil manner, without screaming, not again without uh, word, wordiness. The words of the wise are heard in calmness and tranquility which doesn't that means that not just that a wise person is characterized by, by talking calmly but that by speaking calmly a person is more likely to impart something wise halacha vav a person is forbidden to conduct himself with words of uh, deceit or deception smooth talking he shouldn't have one matter in his, on his, on his, in his mouth in his speech but something different in his heart. He should be transparent inside like outside. That which is in his heart should be what he is speaking in his mouth. It's forbidden to trick people, including a non-Jew. This does not mean that it's a mitzvah to say whatever you're thinking. Sometimes it's okay not to say what you're thinking. Uh, but the Ram is going to give us clear descriptions of this. Kate said, How so? Don't sell a non-Jew, non-kosher meat, on the assumption that it's kosher, because that's deceptive. Don't sell him, uh, don't sell someone the shoes made from leather of an animal which died, presenting as if as if it was an animal that was shechted, because the, the quality is different of the leather. Don't insist on a person. Uh, invite him to eat by your house even though you know he's not going to accept the invitation so you think it's an opportunity for me to have my cake and eat it too I can pretend I'm a nice guy by offering the invitation I know he's going to say no so it's great you're not allowed to do that don't offer him excessive closeness or gifts you know he's not going to accept it for the same reason 
Don't open a barrel for him, let's say, of wine or of oil, which you have to open it anyway to sell that day in your store. But you're going to try to convince him to, uh, that uh, you opened it just for him. A brand new barrel just for you, when you really have to open it anyways. All these similar examples are not allowed. Even one word of deception or disingenuousness is for us or is forbidden. Rather, one should have a truthful speech, in a proper spirit, in a pure heart, from all trickery and deceit. Perek Beis concludes with Allah Zayin, and again, the first five chapters of Hilchah's Deis all focus on one mitzvah, which is to imitate the ways of Hashem. A person should not be constantly laughing and jesting, or sad and depressed. El rather happy. lightheadedness and jesting, erva, accustom a person to improper behavior. when they command a person should not be uh, laugh uncontrollably or a joy without limit. Uh, silliness, nor sad and mournful, and rather greet everyone in a friendly manner. Person should not be extremely greedy, uh, hard to satisfy. always obsessed, uh, obsessed with acquiring more and more material. nor should be depressed. excuse me, not should be lazy, and uh, uh, in, uh, uh, not being willing to do, to work hard. Elabal uh, intolerant of, of uh, frustration. Elabal ayin teiva. Rather, you should be of uh, a good eye, meaning satisfied with what he has. Mamad the asik asik potato, limiting his business in order to be allowed to be able to have time to, to learn teiva. Elsewhere, the Rambam describes work, working three hours a day and learning teiva nine hours a day. That that amount that the person has, his portion, he's happy with it, satisfied with it. A person should not be always fighting, or jealous, nor always uh, pursuing his desires, nor obsessed with honor. So did say, Hakina, jealousy, vataiva, and uh, uh, pursuing honor, excuse me, pursuing desires, vaykavet and honor, remove a person from the world. In other words, a person can't live a normal life he's, if he's always obsessed with those things. He's never happy and he can't focus on living his life. The bottom line is, a person should go in the mid, the middle path. of every trait, every temperament. To the point that all of his traits are at the midpoint. That's what Shlomo Melech said in his wisdom. Make even the turning of your foot and make all your ways firm.